welcome to the Real Estate Raw Show, hosted by Joe Mendoza. Hi guys, Joe Mendoza here in sunny San Diego. Welcome to my show. Thanks so much for subscribing, watching, sharing. Please comment below. If you hear something, you want to know something more, feel free to comment below. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very special guest today, a man with an incredible resume. So he's a 35-plus-year attorney in Nevada, in California. He sits on the Rich Dad Advisors. He's written about a half a dozen or more books. He is a proven authority in real estate, asset protection, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want to take too much wind from his sales. Welcome to the show, Mr. Garrett Sutton. How are you? Good. Great today, Joe. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, we really, really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your expertise today. So let's jump right in, okay? Great. All right, perfect. So let's take us back a little bit before you were an attorney, before Robert Kiyosaki. I think I heard something about your dad was a judge as well. Please tell us about your journey about getting into being an attorney and uh, connecting with Robert Kiyosaki. Well, as you mentioned, I grew, you know, my dad was a judge in Oakland, California. And so I went to school at Berkeley and a lot of us got out in Burke, out of Berkeley and going, well, what's next? And so, uh, you know, I had been kind of talked to my parents about becoming an attorney. And uh, I did go to Hastings Law School, which is in San Francisco. And uh, I really like corporate law. I just, you know, you take a, a number of courses and, and usually one or two really stick with you. And I liked corporate law. And I had heard my dad talk about cases at the dinner table where people had operated as sole proprietors and lost everything. And if they'd just taken the one step of setting up a corporation, they would have been much more protected. So I kind of heard this at an early age and uh, took to corporate law and practice law in San Francisco and Washington, D.C. And then, you know, I always liked Lake Tahoe and skiing. So I moved up to Reno and Nevada is a great state for uh, setting up corporations and LLCs. So I did that here and I just became very fortunate to become associated with Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad team. And it's been great, Joe. I've traveled around the world preaching financial education. It's, it's interesting. It's a, it's a, there's a thirst for this information that they don't teach in school pretty much anywhere. They don't teach this. Uh, and so around the world, people are trying to figure out how to get financially educated and benefit themselves. And so it's been really great working with Robert and the team uh, and, and preaching that message. How did you guys meet up? How did you um, get together? Well, I had practiced law. I was practicing law here in Reno and uh, a friend of mine from Reno moved to Phoenix and they were looking for a Nevada attorney and she was kind enough to mention me and one thing led to another and, you know, they said, we need you to write a book. And uh, so, you know, given that opportunity, I dropped everything and got the book done in a, done in a couple of weeks. I, I've never written a book that quick since but I, I did get it done to, uh, you know, be part of the team and they liked the book. And that was this one, start your own corporation. And that was the first one. And so, you know, I've, I've been a rich dad advisor for 20 years now. Wow. Beautiful. Great, great story. Now you've written other books, how to use limited liability companies and limited partnerships, 
loopholes of real estate. Scan proof of your assets is another one coming up. Now, I'd like to focus a little bit more on loopholes of real estate today because there's something called piercing the corporate veil. I'm sure you're fully aware of it. You've written the book, so to speak, right? Well, that's my next book, actually. I'm doing a book just on piercing the veil because it's a really big issue, Joe, as you know. Uh, a lot of people don't follow the formalities. They think they're protected, but they haven't paid the state the fee. They haven't done the annual minutes. They're not following the formalities. And if that happens, someone coming after you can go through the corporation or the LLC and reach your personal assets. You don't want that to happen. So let's talk about that a little bit, because on loopholes of real estate, right, there's LLCs, there's LPs, there's GPs, there's S-Corps, there's C-Corps. For the audience just starting out, where should they start if they have one rental property? An LLC. Okay, and why? The LLC offers great asset protection. Uh, some states are weaker than others. California is certainly weaker than Wyoming or Nevada. And so we have ways to deal with that. Uh, but in a strong state, you have what's called the charging order protection, meaning if someone is suing you, you're in a car wreck, Joe, and they wanna reach your, your one rental property, uh, using the right LLCs, they can't just go in and force a sale of the rental property. They have to wait for distributions to be made. And that's good because attorneys are on a contingency fee. They get a percentage of what they collect. And if they have to sit around and wait to try and collect from an LLC, it's not a good use of their time. So we want to have that first investment that you have, not titled in your name, Joe, because if it's in your name, the person suing can get whatever else you own, right? We want that LLC on title to the property so that we have that protection and we're not going to lose everything if a tenant sues over a claim. Got it. Got it. Great tip, Garrett. Now, somebody buys their first property. They hear, okay, we should put your property in a trust. They buy that property, put it in a trust. Then they go buy another property leave their name in that trust. Do you agree with that or should they switch to an LLC? I would switch to an LLC because uh, a land trust or a living trust provides no asset protection. And so many people are out there saying a living trust, which is great for avoiding probate. We always want people to have a living trust, but people will go overboard and say the living trust offers asset protection. It doesn't. So having title to your rental property in the name of your living trust or your land trust, you know, don't get a false sense of security here. There, there is no asset protection. So let's say you take title to that first property and you're listening to Joe's show right now and you realize you need to do something. It's not too late, right? You can transfer from your name or the living trust into the name of an LLC. And uh, they're, they're, in most states, there's not a transfer tax because you're just, you're transferring, you're not selling it. You're transferring it from your name into your LLC name, right? There's no sale there. You're just transferring how title is held. Got it, got it. And who would be able to handle that? Uh, you, your title company can handle it. There are uh, companies that uh, do these kind of services. Um, 
we can refer you to a, a company that does this, uh, the, the title work. Uh, we don't do the title work. We'll set up the LLC for you and make sure that you have all the documents you need, uh, not only for the title company, but for your CPA, for others that are advising you. Uh, but it's important to get title in the name of the right entity. And a lot of people, what happens, Joe, is they'll, they'll get started and they go, I, I'm going to buy this first property. I'll put it in my name. And later on, I'll put it in the name of an LLC. And then you get busy, you buy more properties and you forget to do it. If you get sued when title is in your individual name, they have a claim against all your other assets, the equity in your house your bank accounts, all of that. You don't want to expose that to a claim. Perfect. Thank you, Garrett. Now, as I mentioned, there's real estate agents that listen to the show and they ask me every now and then, hey, Joe, should I put my business in an S-Corp or an LLC? And I say, talk to an attorney, talk to your tax person, figure it out, I'm the wrong guy. What would you say <laughs> since we have you on the show? Well, I think that's really good advice, Joe. I mean, I don't give, uh, you know, tax advice. I don't give environmental advice, you know, so just stick to your lane, right? right. So uh, I would say that a business, um, you would have it in an LLC taxed as an S-Corp. The LLC gives you the charging order protection. The S-Corp allows you to minimize payroll taxes. And when you own the business and you pay yourself a salary, you're paying both halves of that darn social security tax. You're, you're paying 15.3%, not just half of it. Now, in California, they have a unique rule, Joe, where if you're a real estate broker or an attorney, you, you can't set up through an LLC. So you have to use an S-Corp in California, but that's fine. I mean, a California, LLC, a California corporation taxed as an S-Corp is a good way to go. If you want the asset protection for that corporation, you can set up a Nevada corporation, which is the only state in the union that gives you the charging order protection, and then qualify it to do business in California. And I know this is kind of complex, but you know you can call the office and ask questions about this. Um, but typically, if you're a real estate broker in California, you're going to use an S-Corp. Got it. Thanks for getting into that a little bit because that was actually one of my questions. So we hear these things, we go to these boot camps or real estate seminars or webinars. They say, hey, you should get a Wyoming or a Nevada or a Delaware Corp if you're in California or whatever. Why do they say that? Well, uh, you know, it could be financial uh, <laughs> on their behalf. Uh, but, you know, you can get by with the California LLC, right? Uh, if you want that extra protection, see, with a business, I don't want to keep a lot of assets in a business. I like the Wyoming, Nevada, Delaware, if need be, protection for real estate. Those are assets that people want to reach. And so with real estate, we do like to use uh, those three strong states. In California, let's say you're a real estate broker, right? And you don't have a lot of assets in the business, maybe a computer and, you know, small stuff. If someone sues that business, there's not much to get inside there, right? We don't need as much asset protection for that type of business. Now, not every, you know, not every situation is the same. So if you do have assets in that business that you want to protect, 
then you would set up a Nevada corporation because you have to be a corporation in California for these types of issues. You would set up a Nevada corporation and qualify to do business in the state of California and then be taxed as an escort. Got it. Thank you. Now, there's a lot of people that were doing a lot of syndications, you know, on apartments, on multifamily and anything like that. Uh, could you share a little bit of your insight about the GPLP kind of relationship for our audience? What are the differences? What are some of the things to look out for? All right. So let's let's talk about two things. One, you're the syndicator. You're putting the deal together. Um, I like using a limited partnership uh, because by definition, those limiteds cannot tell you how to manage the thing, absent fraud or negligence. But with the LP, we have the GP, the general partner, who is in absolute control. Now, the GP, if it's you as an individual, can get sued for what happens within the limited partnership. So with the GP, we set up a corporation or an LLC to be the general partner. And to do it right, then you need to set up two entities. You need to set up the limited partnership and then a corporation or LLC to be the general partner. Uh, but a lot of my syndication clients like that structure because they have absolute control as the general partner. Now, you could use an LLC in some states and, and situations. People will use an LLC for the syndication. So that's the guy that's putting together the deal. Now, let's say you're investing in the deal and you're going to be a limited partner. Uh, you can hold that limited partnership interest in your individual name, right? You would be 2% limited partner of ABC Apartments Dallas, LP. Or you could hold that 2% through an LLC. And so your 2% interest would be titled in the name of the LLC. That's going to give you better asset protection than just having that interest in your name. So those are some of the wrinkles associated with syndication. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you for covering that. Now, also during a syndication, you know, there's multiple different attorneys that specialize in different parts of the real estate or the transaction. So there's real estate attorneys, there's contract attorneys, there's syndication securities attorneys. Does your firm provide all the help in all those different facets or should they be seeking other people? No, you're going to have a, you need a good syndication attorney. That's really important. Uh, if you know, you're going to need an attorney in the state where the real estate's located right? A real estate attorney local to where the real estate is, and they can do the contract work. And then we provide the entities. So we'll provide the LLC, the LP, the corporations, and we do this in all 50 states. Uh, but that's our, our narrow niche is setting up and importantly, maintaining these corporations and LLCs. Because as we mentioned earlier, you don't want someone piercing the veil and getting at your personal assets. So once you've set up the company on an annual basis, you have to follow the corporate formalities and we help people with that as well. Perfect, Garrett, thank you. Now you mentioned something and somebody probably was wondering, a real estate attorney specific to the state, why did you mention that? Well, because you know your property, let's say is in Dallas, right? And you're gonna have issues with tenants and lenders in the state of Texas. 
And so you need a Texas attorney that's versed in real estate matters in the state where the property is located. Because if anything, hopefully it never happens, but if anything went to court, you have to have a Texas licensed attorney uh, to go to court. And there's a really good resource called lawyers.com. And you can go to lawyers.com and they have by specialty and by geographic location. So it's easy to find a real estate attorney in Dallas uh, through lawyers.com or any other state. Perfect. Thank you. And then as far as um, the private placement memorandum, that's something you could handle. No, we don't do that. I used to do that, uh, but we don't do the securities work anymore. We are just focused on setting up and maintaining the entities. I, I, there are plenty of good uh, securities attorneys out there that do the PPMs and all. So uh, one of your listeners would be, well, you know, if they're going to do a syndication, they should have the documentation done uh, mainly to protect themselves. I mean, that's, <laughs> there are securities laws, but the whole idea you're going to prepare this document with an attorney is to protect you on the back end in case anything happens. Got it. Got it. Now, somebody's on a major, major budget and there's some of these other online uh, different attorney outfits that put together some of these contracts, what have you or even a subscription where you get some advice, what are your thoughts or opinions on those groups? And some of the big names you probably know, but I, I won't mention any names, but what are your thoughts on that kind, especially if they have a budget? Yeah, with a budget, I mean, you know, you have to deal with, you have to live within your budget, but at the same time, I think you want the best counsel you can get. So I don't have any recommendations on, on where you should go. I haven't tested some of these online services. I do know they exist, uh, but I, I just don't have a recommendation for you. And, and maybe, I know this sounds odd, but maybe the first time you do it is when you spend the most money to get that document done properly. Uh, because when you're going out to investors the first time, and I'm not talking about just going out to you know, three family members. I'm talking about going out to, you know, 15 to 30 people. Um, I think you want that document pro professionally prepared because you, especially on the first deal, you've got to show that you are taking care of everything properly. Got it. Great advice. Now, you're seeing the intake of these corporations being put together. Are you seeing any trends of like, hey, this is a great state? This is a great asset. What are you kind of seeing from the inside? Well, we we really like Wyoming and uh, we keep up with Wyoming law as well as Nevada and Delaware. But Wyoming, you know, offers privacy. Your name does not appear on the state website. Uh, it offers great asset protection. It's equal to Nevada and Delaware. And the annual fee is only $50 a year. And Nevada and Delaware are 350 and Delaware can go up on corporations to thousands of annual you know, state fees. So Wyoming, we like for privacy, asset protection and the very affordable annual fees. Perfect. Perfect. So a Californian like myself, I wanted to buy some property in Dallas or something like that. I could go to you to set up my uh, Wyoming corporation, LLC. Yes, you could. But with California, we have to do a lot of extra planning. It's unlike any other state in the union. 
Uh, so just a brief thing. So let's say you had a Texas LLC for the, for the Dallas property and you want it owned by the Wyoming LLC for the good asset protection. California says, Joe, you're a California resident. Uh, you're managing the Wyoming LLC from California. Ergo, you owe us $800 because the Wyoming LLC is doing business in the state of California. And it infuriates a lot of people, but at the same time, it's, it's just money. I mean, you need the protection. The fee, if California finds out that you didn't qualify the Wyoming to do business in the state of California, the fee is $12,000, the penalty. Wow. And so I'd rather just see my clients pay the darn $800. Um, but we have had clients, Joe, leave California for that very reason that they have to pay $800. It's amazing. Uh, but, you know, there are a lot of reasons to leave, I suppose. And then the Wyoming Corporation will, in fact, hold title to the Dallas um, asset? No, what we would do, typically what we do is you would have the, a Texas LLC on title to the Texas property. All okay. right. Because you're collecting rents in Texas, you're you're part of the Texas legal system. Then the Wyoming, I mean the the Texas LLC is owned by the Wyoming LLC, and so if you get sued in a car wreck, you know they'd love to get at the Texas property, but you don't own the Texas property. You own the Wyoming LLC that owns the Texas property, and so they have to fight a battle with Wyoming's really strong laws. And, you know, most most attorneys, if, if you have enough insurance, they're not going to go after the Wyoming LLC because it's a losing battle. Their, their time is better spent elsewhere. Got it. I'm glad you brought that up. Now, insurance. What yeah. do you recommend? Do you recommend an umbrella insurance? What kind of insurance specifically would you recommend? OK, so on the Texas example, you're going to have insurance for the Texas property, right? Fire, casualty, all that. Then you personally, I think uh, everybody should have a personal umbrella policy. So you have your home and cars with the same company, farmers, for example. You can go to them and say, look, I have the auto and car and home with you, farmers. I'd like an umbrella policy. And that's for all your personal activities. But the, one of the biggest risks, Joe, is getting in that horrific car wreck, right? And so we have an umbrella policy that covers that. And these umbrella policies, you know, they're only like for an extra million in coverage, they're only $400 a year. It's, it's pretty good, inexpensive coverage. So I always recommend to have the personal umbrella policy because the biggest risk is the car wreck. Now, let's say you have three properties in Texas and you've got insurance on each one. You can also get a commercial umbrella over all three of those properties on top of your regular coverage. Um, I, here in Reno, I had a commercial umbrella policy for a while over a couple properties. I found it to be pretty expensive. So I don't, I didn't get the continue with the commercial umbrella. I, I've always kept my personal umbrella, but it's a judgment call whether you want to have that commercial umbrella policy, but they are offered and it's worth looking into. Perfect. Thank you, Garrett. Now, any advice for the audience, whether they're new or seasoned, we've got this COVID going on right now. Should they hold off? I don't know if you could even 
mention um, any great advice because you've been in the real estate um, attorney arena for over 30 years. You've seen the ups and downs. Any advice to the newbie or the seasoned investor? You know, Joe, I wish I had a crystal ball. I, I mean, with this, with this situation we're in, I don't have any answers. People I talk to say, it's going to drop like a rock. And I have other people saying, well, in the right markets, it's going to go up. And so I don't have an answer for you. Um, I'm keeping my powder dry right now. So th that's what I'm doing. But it, it, as far as your listeners go, I think they're unique opportunities at all times, right? So it, it doesn't hurt to continue looking at least. Perfect, perfect. Thank you, Garrett. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, multiple books out there, Loopholes of Real Estate, Start Your Own Corporation, Scan Proof Your Assets, How to Use Limited Liability Companies and Limited Partnerships, any other books you wanted to share, any webinars you're promoting, any last pieces of advice or tips? Well, our website, corporatedirect.com, has a lot of information for uh, real estate investors. And uh, we talk about corporate strategies and all, but we have plenty of articles on the site. And then we also offer a free 15-minute consultation with one of the uh, incorporating specialists. So if you want to see what our fees are, if you feel comfortable with us, uh, you can get on the phone, 800-600-1760. Uh, 800 600 and set up a free 15-minute consult uh, with one of our account reps and just see if we can help you. Perfect. Thank you so much for your words of wisdom, <laughs> being so generous on this show, taking the time out of your busy schedule. Man, guys, I hope you took lots of notes. Please reach out to Garrett, subscribe, share the good word. Thank you so much, Garrett. Thank you, Joe. It's been a pleasure. Wow. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I hope you learned as much as I did or more. So guys, look at the comment thread. If you've seen something, heard something, want to learn more about something, please put it on the comment link below. If you're not a subscriber yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Go ahead and smash that bell to hear the latest and greatest on the show. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. I'm putting this channel together to hopefully add incredible value to you. And if you want to learn more about investing, you're new to investing, I highly recommend this book, Flex with a Plex. Also, this book, if you're having some challenges, as you can see, everybody on the show had some kind of adversity, including yours truly. So I shared a lot of that on make it a comeback, giving you some incredible tips to make a comeback. So get either one, flex with a flex, or make it a comeback. If you wanna get more tips, go ahead and go to joemendoza.com. Again, subscribe, share, like, make a comment below. I really, really appreciate you, wanna add incredible value, and wish you all the best in your success in real estate and in life. Take care. Our company is not responsible for the success or failure of your business decisions relating to any information presented by our company or our company programs, products, and or services.